Hello friends, fans, and family. This is Chris Manganelli with Tactical Cinematic Development, also known as TCD. Be sure to check us out at www.tacticalcinematicdevelopment.com. Check out our Instagram handle at TCD underscore action. And if you want to learn a cool martial arts technique in a minute or less, check us out at PIT underscore fight at Instagram. That's PIT underscore fight. And uh, drop us a line if you'd like there or at our email address, uh, tacticalcinematicdevelopment at gmail.com or more directly to me at christianmanganelli11 at gmail.com. All right, so let's get started. So today we're talking about faking the distance, faking the distance, okay? Faking the distance in film, theater, and in reality. All right. So when it comes to uh, throwing a shot, albeit a punch, a kick, maybe using a weapon or whatnot, faking the distance is important. Okay. It creates an illusion. Now, when it comes to, let's say, a movie, depending upon the angle of the shot, that will determine the amount of distance you're faking. Um, For instance, if you're doing an over the shoulder in a film, um, you can fake the distance as far as a couple feet, and it'll still look like you're hitting the the other actor as long as they're responding appropriately with the right timing to the shot. So I could be, you know, two, three feet away from the actor. I can throw a swing, and if the actor responds uh, appropriately to the swing and he goes down, well, it looks like I hit him. Um, the same the same thing goes for stage combat. Now the biggest difference between stage combat and let's say the type of combat that you see articulated on screen is that with stage combat um, you have to have a real good sense of where the audience is at and therefore have a great sense of what your angles, your distance, and your timing is. In fact, um, it just it, it has to flow. It's almost like more of a dance. You know, if you've ever seen Dancing with the Stars or a dance competition, you see how, you know, each person that's dancing with the other person kind of uh, anticipates the other person's moves. And, and, and it's, it's a dance. Same thing with stage combat. Now, when you move over to the type of theatrical combat, they have an advantage in that they have the ability to edit, to splice, to do cutaways and use all kinds of editing and camera techniques to um, make the fight scene as legitimate and as visceral as possible. And they kind of have the luxury of, you know, doing retakes and doing it all over again if it doesn't, you know, work in the playback. But stage combat's a little different. You got to get it, you know, right the first time when you're in front of that audience. So there is a lot of pressure there. Both require a lot of work. Both require a lot of creativity and practice. But um, remember, one is live and the other one, you know, is being filmed before it's presented before a, uh, a audience. Now, moving along to the reality of faking that distance. In a fight, faking that distance or coming short of hitting your target is not necessarily a bad thing. And let me explain. It could be utilized as a target. Um, I'm sorry. It could be utilized meant as a tactic, not target, tactic um, to basically misinform the opposing party. So for instance, let's say I'm throwing my jabs, right? When I throw my jabs, I'm always coming short of that target. And whenever I throw the jab, I notice what that person does in response. And in response, they may throw a right hand, they may throw a kick, they may throw, you know, any number of things. 
and based on the data that I am receiving from that individual um, who is responding to what I'm giving them, I can formulate a strategy. In the meantime, I'm also getting that individual or that assailant or whatever accustomed to the distance of my punches, accustomed even to the timing, because really it's incumbent upon me and it's my choice uh, when and where I want to change up the distance and when and where I want to change up the timing. So once I get them used to that distance and timing, I change it up and then I start having an easier time hitting my target and they step and then they begin having a harder time uh, figuring out how to, you know, uh, reset and deal with the new, uh, um, the new input that I'm giving them. Now, when I deliver my punches to fake the punch, I don't deliver my punch wide. I don't deliver my jab wide. I don't do none of that. I deliver it from directly in front of my body going center. Because when you do that, it creates the illusion that the distance you're covering is shorter than what it actually is. Furthermore, if you simply lean forward or shift to the side, you can elongate your distance and even elongate it further if you slide with the lead foot, hit your target and then come back. And I call and I basically, you know, call that, you know, disappearing before they have a chance to respond because literally that's what you're doing. So for instance, let's say I'm standing a little taller. My center of gravity is a little narrower. I'm throwing my jab, throwing my jab, even leaning in a, a bit with it, right? But I'm not really reaching them. And if I do reach them, it's very, very slight. It doesn't do much damage, doesn't do much of anything. At some point, they're not going to respect my jab. And if they don't respect my jab, they're going to be very, very confident, maybe even overconfident. They're going to drop their guard a little bit and they're going to feel more relaxed about what they're doing. And then they're going to come in, which creates openings for me. But then at some point, I decide to widen my center of gravity, drop my center of gravity, go low and go stiff. And what I mean by go low and go stiff is hit them with a real stiff, hard jab, uh, moving low. Um, and just you know targeting the softer areas of of the body and once i do that um, i can change my level change my angle and continue my my onslaught while they're still stuck trying to figure out okay what just happened how do i adjust to this okay so that's part of the importance of faking that distance and it also leads into faking your timing as well okay so suddenly now they have a problem. They, they have to adjust. They have to figure out, okay, what is this guy doing? Um, the jab that I kind of just described is called a slip jab. It's one of my favorites because when they throw their jab, I can slip their jab immediately by, you know, leaning over, dropping my level and immediately just put in my own jab right there into the gut. And then once I do that, I can shift slightly and come in with my overhand right. And when I come in with my overhand right, it's going to come in attacking them right on their peripherals. And the reason that's so important, again, faking that distance is because they figure, well, if he's that low, he's going to stay low. Nope. I'm coming low and immediately I'm coming high. And again, there is that adjustment period that they can't keep up with. Meanwhile, you're implementing your plan, your strategy, your tactics. Now, when it comes to a situation where... Um, let's say you want to, you know, take the person down. The jab again is a good lead in. And I like the jab because for me, it's a bread and butter type of punch. If you're good at jabbing, um, you're good at setting up just about anything you want to do. The better the jab, the better the probability 
that you're going to score whatever comes after it. Okay. Um, but yeah, you go low, you hit high. And when it comes to a, a let's say a situation where you want to ground them, you go low, stay low and attack the leg or attack their center of gravity. You know, you can go for a single leg, an ankle pick. Um, you know, you can go under and, and do a high crotch takedown, just about anything you want to do. All right. Now, switching back um, to the movie version of Faking That Distance. At Tactical Cinematic Development, when we work with our actors, uh, first and foremost, we work on form. All right. I mean, you can fake the distance all you want and you can have the best intentions. But if you don't have the form, the footwork, the proper stance or the understanding of, of proper center of gravity, then, you know, everything else is going to look like poo. All right. It's going to look like crap. So that's the first thing we, we go over. And then once we do that, we teach them, you know, the conceptualization behind faking that distance. We demonstrate it, we show it, and then they start working it. Um, and then once they start working it, we, you know, we teach them how to do what we call leveling. And what we mean by leveling is changing their levels. Because when you change your levels, it actually allows you to um, expand your distance or contract your distance be, by virtue of the widening of your center of gravity. So that way, when they change their level, they know that they're going to have a little more reach, a little more stability, maybe even a little more speed. And we, when we work that with the actors, we also set um, what we call markers, okay? And markers are just areas of the ground that we mark as, um, you know, basically areas that they need to, to, to hit um, or to, you know, to arrive at or, or, or whatever with their feet so that they know they're reaching the right distance. Once they start learning how to reach that right distance and come back and move accordingly, we remove those markers because by the time we remove them, guess what? It's ingrained into muscle memory. Then when they start working with the other actor and each learns this, now that they have a concept, a conceptualization, I should say, of what it is that faking the distance, utilizing the distance, utilizing that weight distribution, and so on, um, and that leveling, once they have that conceptualization, now they start dancing with each other, so to speak. So that's how we do it with the actors, okay? Now with fighters, going back to reality, um, let's say you're training to be a fighter. Um, I'm gonna tell you the truth. You got to train, 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 and you got to spar, okay? Do not expect to get in there and be able to fight and do all these things and, and, and not have to go in there and get hit and get hit. That's the bottom line. Um, there's no way around that. Um, I mean, you can, you know, do some exercise where you pretend to throw punches and kicks and get really good at doing that. But until you get on the mat in the ring uh, or, or, or in the cage or whatever the case might be and at least spar, and, you know, and, and start developing that, you're never going to learn. And if you're going to spar, you better spar with someone who's way above your level. Because if you spar against a scrub or some novice, who's just throwing haymakers and tripping all over themselves, you're not going to get anything out of that either. You're just going to learn, you know, well, nothing. They're not going to test you. They're not going to push you. They're not going to anything. You need someone that's a higher level that can, you know, pretty much anticipate what you throw and coach you as you go along. And that's the reality of it all. Plain and simple. Anybody that tells you different, they're lying. And if they say they're not, then have them see me and, um, then I'll tell them that they're lying and I'll have them prove it. 
So anyway, um, this one was a little long, but again, when it comes to this kind of things, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. If you have questions, uh, feel free to shoot them to me. I'll make sure and address them, uh, on the podcast and, um, you know, and just answer them in the best way I can. Please shoot them to me at christianmanganelli11 at gmail.com. My last name is spelled M-A-N-G-A-N-E-L-L-I at gmail.com. Or uh, hit me up at tacticalcinematicdevelopment at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram too. Um, our Instagram handle is TCD, that's T as in Tango, C as in Charlie, D as in Delta, underscore um, action. And if you want to learn a a cool martial arts move in a minute or less and actually see what I look like and how I do it, hey, this is your chance. P-I-T underscore fight. That's pit underscore fight. Well, that was it. Um, I just uh, want to let you know that uh, this is our fourth episode. I'm excited. I'm hyped. I'm pumped. And there's going to be many, many more to come. And remember, discipline is the root of all focus. Discipline is the root of all focus. If you maintain your discipline and you stay focused, you too will achieve whatever you want in life. Well, that was it. Take care now. Thank you.